Hello and welcome to Packers POV, a podcast that aims to shine a light on the human behind the helmet. I'm your host, Taylor Rogers, and we are here at historic Lambeau Field. I am excited to welcome our guest. He is a two-time Mr. Football in the state of Tennessee, all-ACC first-teamer, and third-round pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, a 5'10 receiver, according to his height calculations, <laughs> team captain at the University of Clemson, and now a Packer, Mr. Amari Rogers. How's it going, Amari? It's going great. Thanks for having me. You bet. I'm all too familiar with that 5'9 versus 5'10 differential there. <laughs> you got to give the extra inch every time. <laughs> so that's accurate, right? Yeah, for sure. Bam. All right, we can move on. I also just have to mention the beard that I'm looking at, which is very different from the young man coming up in Knoxville, Tennessee. When did you decide to go beard here? Uh, so in high school, I went to a private school and I couldn't have facial hair. So I always told myself once I could grow my hair out, I, w- I wasn't cutting it anymore. So ever since high school, I've, I've always been growing my hair out. Okay, we've covered the facial hair. Can we talk about the self-described chip on your shoulder? When did that start? It really started um, my early high school days, um, just growing up in the city where, you know, I grew up with my dad won a national championship. So, you know, I had a lot of expectations from a lot of people in Knoxville. So that was really what, what built my chip is to just to prove everybody that, you know, I'm, I get everything that I got because of my talent, and because of my hard work, you know, not because of just who my dad is. Uh, so that's really my motivation. That's really what's carried me throughout my whole career is just to make a name for myself. You mentioned your dad, T. Martin. Of course, as you said, national champion at the University of Tennessee, the first black quarterback to lead an SEC team to a national championship. Now, what was the moment where it hit you like this is the life for me, too? Uh, that's hard. Probably probably when I won a natty, too, uh, my sophomore year in college uh, at Clemson, because, uh, you know, that, that was a, a big stage for me because, uh, you know, of course, he won one. Um, and he was pushing me to win one as well. So once I did that, I knew, you know, we was kind of on the same level. So, you know, I'm still in my career. I just got to, you know, do more, try to get a Super Bowl to one up. Them. Now, that wasn't just a regular natty. That was a national championship and a decisive one. 44 to 16 in that win. And you get a chance to now celebrate. How do you do that? And who do you share that with? No, really my family, you know, family is everything to me. You know, I got it tattooed on my arm. Uh, So as soon as the game was over, you know, I ran over to the stands to find where they were. And then afterwards, you know, I I saw them outside of the stadium too. So just being able to spend that time with them and just to let them know I appreciate them for getting me to this moment uh, because without them, I wouldn't be there. Uh, So just being able to let them know that and to let them know that, you know, it's just the beginning, you know, hopefully I can win more more championships. You know, I did that at Clemson. So now that I'm at the next level, I plan on, you know, winning more. Uh, So, you know, just having him in my corner, always pushing me every single day. You've got a father, obviously, that was an incredible football player and you've decided to pave your own journey entirely and go to Clemson, which is where you wanted to go. But Mm -hmm. when does this all become the Amari Rogers story? The Amari Rogers story, I feel like um, I feel like it, it became once I tore my ACL um, and I came back, you know, five and a half months. I feel like that's really once where I started to build that that name, that mindset. You know, everybody started to know, you know, how I carry myself, you know, how I, how I approach the game every single day. Uh, because, you know, it's very hard to come back that early from ACL injury. Uh, so, you know, I just wanted to show everybody that, you know, I love the game. I hate sitting out. Uh, so, you know, I do anything to get back out there on the field when I'm when I'm out. 
Uh, so that I feel like that's where it started. You know, people started to, to notice, oh, dang, he's a grinder, man. Like, he came back in five months. That's that's dang near impossible. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't impossible to me. You know, every single day I came into work, you know, I came in wanting to be back out there with my brother. So, you know, I didn't stop until I was. Five and a half months recovery from an ACL. It is impossible, I will say, to a lot of people, Amari. <laughs> Usually that is an eight to 10 month recovery. And it's really a jigsaw puzzle inside of a medical journal. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. It was a grind for sure. I was in treatment twice a day at Clemson. And then I had another rehab place that I went outside of Clemson. So I basically did like three workouts for my knee every single day. Uh, so, you know, I just told myself I was going to do whatever it took. I didn't have anything else to do but focus on getting back from my injury. Uh, so that's really I just dedicated my time to it. And, you know, it paid off. You've described that recovery process as a nine to five. What do you do to take your mind off it once five o'clock hits and you can just be Amari Rogers? Yeah, I just relax, honestly. <laughs> when I'm not doing football, I'm, I'm watching movies. Uh, I'm hanging out. I'm playing the video game. I'm, I'm just trying to stay off my feet and just unplug, you know, because you can't let this game, you can't let this career, you know, overwhelm you. Uh, so whenever you're not there, you just got to unplug and just know that it's a long season. It's a long career. Uh, you can't get overwhelmed. You can't get too stressed out about it. So, you know, whenever I'm not here, you know, I just try to unplug as much as I can. So, you know, when I am here, you know, I can lock in and give them all. I've seen some photos on social media of your dog. Is that, I guess, a companion that helped you through that process? Oh, yeah, for sure. I got my dog at the perfect time. <laughs> I got her uh, right right after I tore my ACL. So she was she was there for me throughout that whole process, you know, cuddling and stuff like that. But, you know, that's that's my best friend for real. So I love Nova to death. Uh, that's my baby. And how would you describe your bond with Nova? So I've always wanted a blue nose pit. Uh, that has been the dog that I wanted uh, forever. It's, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Uh, she knows me like as well as any human. Like I feel like she knows me like a human. Uh, like she knows when I'm mad, when I'm mad, she, you know, she'll curl up and go to her bed, you know, but if, if she knows I'm excited and want to play, you know, you can see her tail wagging and stuff like that. She'll come jump up on me, but you know, she kind of knows my emotions and I know hers too. So it just works hand in hand. Who else was a bit of a guiding light for you during that recovery process? I'd say my family, uh, for sure. Um, and they, they kind of kept me motivated, you know, kept me driven. You know, they knew how hard I worked up until that point. Uh, and they said, just don't stop now. Just because you're not on the field, you know, that hard work doesn't doesn't stop now. You know, put your work into the rehab, put your work into getting back on the field. So that when you get back out there, you know what it takes to go through trials and tribulations. Um, and you know what it what it's like not playing because you got it taken from me. So they just reminded me of that uh, every single time. Just appreciate the game. Appreciate each and every day because the game can be taken from you in a snap. Uh, so just being that motivation to me uh, really helped me through the process. Let's fast forward to April 30th, 2021. You get selected by the Packers, and you've said in the past that you chose Clemson because of their tradition. Mm -hmm. Now the NFL team most rooted in tradition chooses you. Seems kind of fitting, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it's crazy um, because throughout the whole draft process, everybody, like every single one of my friends that I talked to, they said, oh, you're going to Green Bay. Like it was just like I wouldn't even say anything about it. They would just say, you're going there. And I would I would never believe it, of course, because I didn't want to have my mindset on some place that I'm going. But right when it happened, I was like, what? Like, this is wild. Like, how can all my friends tell me like where I'm going? like before it happened. And like, I, I had a feeling too, like it was crazy, 
But just know that it happened, you know, that, that I'm here. Um, it's, it's really a blessing just to know the tradition that they have, the winning tradition and, you know, the NFL tradition that they have as well with the fans, you know, being the owners of the team and all that is just amazing. You know, uh, I'm, I'm just excited for the opportunity to be able to play for a program like this. It also feels wild to me because you grew up a pretty dedicated Tennessee Titans fan. <laughs> yeah. And that ends up being the team that trades you to Green Bay. What was your reaction after all of that? I honestly didn't know it was Tennessee that traded up until like a couple of days afterwards. Uh, but just knowing that that happened, you know, it was crazy because, you know, that's the home state team. Uh, so that was that was just crazy knowing that I had the opportunity to play for my hometown team. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm even more happy to play Green Bay uh, just with the tradition and having the quarterback that we have, the receiver room that we have. You know, it's just a blessing in disguise. So I'm already ball. Speaking of balling, it appears to me you've gone from being wanted to being accepted, even getting the invite to Randall Cobb's birthday bash. How did that come to be, man? Uh, that's just my big brother. Uh, you know, just uh, just I know this since I was 12. Um, you know, now that he's here on the team, you know, we finally get to build a, a true, real relationship. Uh, so just getting that invite from him uh, for his birthday dinner, you know, it meant a lot to me just to know that he wanted me to be there uh, with, with his closest friends and stuff like that. So they had a little cool, nice buffet of, you know, Mexican food. And then we just sat and talked for like an hour, get to know each other. Um, and then after that, we played Taboo for like another hour. So it was really just getting to know everybody, you know. And no, of course, they've all been friends, but, you know, I'm the rook in the building. So they were really just trying to get to know me. Um, and then, you know, we played some fun games. Uh, so I feel like it was a fun night all around. Now, you've only been here for a few months, but are there any fan interactions that stand out to you? Just really everyone. Everyone stands out to me because uh, it really means a lot to me, you know, having that support from uh, the fans and stuff like that, just to know that you have that many people that believe in you. Uh, so that just makes me believe in myself even more. So every single time, you know, I have an encounter with them, you know, it just makes my day because, you know, I'm making theirs. Uh, but, you know, I love the fans, you know, every single time I'm out in public, you know, I see a fan there, they're showing love to me. You know, and that's great. Uh, so, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, building relationships around the city. What are some off the field goals you want to accomplish, Amari? I definitely want to start my own organization um, back at home in Knoxville, you know, for kids. Because, you know, Knoxville is not really a, a known city for athletes. Uh, so, you know, I just want to make a program for kids in Knoxville to have the same opportunities that, you know, a person like me or, you know, T. Higgins or Randall Cobb that's around the area, you know, got. Uh, so I want to be able to create those uh, opportunities for younger kids and, and younger high schoolers um, and just be able to give back. Because, you know, it's really been my main thing, just giving back in whatever way it is. You know, I'm a person that loves to give back and give the people that, you know, that's gave me. Um, and, you know, I know people in Knoxville and here and in Clemson, all the fans everywhere, you know, they have all shown love to me. So it's only right if I show love to them and give back. You've already hosted a football camp for kids. What advice do you have for kids staying up late watching Amari Rogers YouTube highlights in Knoxville, Tennessee? Uh, for sure. Uh, I'll say just just grind, man. You know, every single day, go out to practice, go to lift with that mindset that you want to get better because you can't waste a day. You know, especially with this career that I'm in right now, you can't waste too many days or you're gone. Uh, so just go in there with the, the proper mindset that you want to get better and to, to push your teammates, because ultimately it's a team sport. Uh, if you don't have your brother and they don't have you, then you're not going to win. Uh, so just push your teammates and push yourselves to get to where y'all need to be. And at the end of the day, just go ball and be yourself. Don't be afraid of anything. Just go and let it loose every single play and play fast and play physical and you'll, you'll get everything done that you want to do. And finally, full circle now, Amari, 
what advice do you give to middle school Amari Rogers back in Knoxville, Tennessee for the journey ahead? Ooh, sheesh. I never been asked that question. That's a good one. Um, I would say just keep your head down. Uh, keep your head down, you know, and just grind. You know, don't make too much noise. You know, don't try to be the show. Don't try to be the light. You know, just put your head down and grind because your time's coming. You know, just go in there with the proper mindset. It's going to get 1% better and you're going to. Um, don't let, don't be denied. Don't let anybody bring you down. Uh, don't let anybody bring you too far up. Just stay humble. Um, and just always know that there's always something that needs to be fixed. Uh, so just have that mindset and you'll be all right. Thank you so much for taking the time, Amari. For sure. Appreciate you for having me. I have fun. And thank you for listening to Packers POV. Take care, stay safe, and see you next time.